This episode is brought to you by Roster Up Media, your home for tangible insights on the NFL and fantasy football. Head to rosterupmedia.com for more. If you love football, you'll love Roster Up. Jet the heck up. That's another New York Jets W. Let's go. The New York Jets, man. They're three and two. Heading to Green Bay in October. What is this feeling? This franchise? I don't know. But I love it. Welcome back to the Jet Up Podcast. This is James, your host. I'm excited you've joined us here today. We are pumped up because the New York Jets are winning football games and beating good football teams. It's it's October and we're still in this thing. Not something we're used to saying, but you know what Rob Sala said in the locker room afterwards? This is normal now. No more. I can't believe we won, but we should have won or we will win. Or we're not surprised we won that one. That's the new attitude for the New York Jets. And as a fan, it's very exciting. So appreciate you guys coming, listening to the podcast. Uh, I was a little sick the last couple days, so not really sure how long this one's going to be, but tried to put something together for you guys because the Jets won, and that's exciting. And I can't not talk about it. So appreciate you coming. Again, if you're here for the first time or if you're a returning listener, we appreciate your support. Uh, If you are watching this on YouTube, this is our new channel that we're exploring. Uh, So you can actually watch this on YouTube at the Roster Up Media YouTube channel. So go ahead and subscribe there if you are interested in watching this podcast. But if you're just one of our uh, former listeners or you're new to just listening to us on audio, we appreciate you there as well. This is where we started. This is where we built up the Jet Up podcast and where all of our podcasts at Roster Up Media live. Uh, So if you're listening, we appreciate that as well. Go ahead and subscribe to the show wherever you're listening uh, and leave us a rating or review. It only takes a couple seconds uh, again, and that helps us a ton. So without further ado, let's talk about this Jets W. I got my Kelly Green shirt on, throwback Jets logo. I mean, that's the benefit of watching this thing on YouTube is you get to see me in my my Jets attire. So that's exciting. I, I need to buy a jersey now. These guys are turning into stars. I can't not have a jersey of one of these guys. So I've been on, been in a few years where I didn't buy a jersey because I was a little bit afraid of, you know, players getting traded every couple of years, uh, which was the case for so long, it seemed, that I didn't want a jersey. I didn't want a Jamal Adams jersey because he got, he got shipped off. Um, so we hit, you know, Darnold shipped off. Everybody's wearing these jerseys in the stadium, and I'm like, those guys aren't aren't here anymore and they were never big stars for the team for for long periods of time like some of the the greats um so i think i'm changing though because the jets are are bringing in this young talent that's going to be here for a while because they're performing at a high level at the very beginning of their career where you go there's no doubt this guy is going to be on this team for a long time and be a star so excited about that so looking at a couple jerseys my brother ryan who's who's one of our co-hosts on this podcast, got a 
Sauce Gardener in green. It looks fresh. Very fresh. I'm looking at maybe Brees Hall. I don't know. I like Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore. These are my guys. I'm going to talk about all these guys today because they are playing great. And then for the first time in my life, I considered an offensive line jersey. Elijah Vera Tucker. This guy is doing some things. So excited to talk about this team right now. Got to enjoy this stuff, man. It's really fun. It's really fun to watch the Jets succeed, to read articles that constantly talk about how this is not the same old Jets. This is a team that no one can take lightly anymore. Robert Sala has built this culture, and Joe Douglas has built this roster to a point where it's ready. It's ready to compete. The Jets have a winning record, the first time since 2018. That's Sam Darnold's first game in the NFL. They were 1-0. They have not had a, a winning record since then. That's a long time. That's like four years, over four years. So it's exciting. The Jets are 3-2. and two. They beat their rival, the Dolphins. They get that monkey off their back, metaphorically. It's, it's that, that situation where you just can't, you can't seem to get something done. And in this case, it was to beat a division rival. That division rival streak was 0-12. We were 0-12 in the AFC East the past 12 games. The Jets snapped that streak and beat the Dolphins, um, who were playing very well the last five games. Obviously, the Dolphins without Tua Tagalivoa, Tagalivoa, Tua, which called Tua, uh, without him in this game due to injury, Teddy Bridgewater steps in and gets knocked out of the game right away. Um, and the Jets, the Jets capitalized. Um, so obviously, don't want to see players get injured. Um, but the Jets have dealt with injuries over the last few years. Don't buy these excuses that say, oh, well, the Jets beat an injured Miami team. No one gave the Jets a pass when the Jets had all these injuries the past few years. We're not giving other teams a pass. This is still a very good Miami Dolphins team that could have won that game, and we did not let them. And not only that, we didn't win by a field goal. We won by three touchdowns, you know, so I'm not going to talk about this uh, too much, but the Jets deserve that win. And they played great. It was not just because players were out. Salty Dolphins fans, man. <sighs> Gotta love it. Um, so the Jets win. You know, who are our game MVPs? We gotta talk about it. We're calling this game Enter Brees Hall. Brees Hall, man. What a great pickup. 18 carries, 97 yards. That's 5.4 yards per carry and a touchdown on the ground, as well as two receptions for 100 yards and the long play of 75 yards on the wheel route where he carried a guy 15 yards on his back, literally, to almost score the touchdown. Brees Hall could have easily had three touchdowns in this game. He got stopped at the one two times, and Michael Carter vultured his touchdowns. Um, and fantasy owners were very upset about that one. But this is a team sport. We love feeding our guys, spreading it around. Hey, a win's a win, man. I'm sure Brees is plenty happy. But could have easily had three touchdowns in this game. Brees Hall, the Beast Hall. I don't know what else to say about this guy. But he's the future of this team, man. This offensive group, this young offensive group, him, Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore. I mean, Michael Carter, talking about serious young talent. 
Everyone's like under 25 on this team, and they're playing well. So that's exciting. Something we I don't know if we've ever been able to say. So that that's really fun to see. So this was Breeze is my game MVP, but there's two other guys that I want to talk about that just played great. Sauce Gardner easily could have been the MVP if Brees Hall didn't play the way he did. Sauce had a big, big sack to start off the game. Uh, took down Bridgewater in the end zone. It's called intentional grounding in the end zone. So it's a safety, basically sack safety on the first play. Sets the tone for the entire game. Gives the Jets the momentum right out of the you know right out of the gate, and they start just just riding it. You know they're up two nothing. They have a lead. They're playing with a lead. I know it's two nothing, but it's a lead. They extend that lead, so it just continues to build. And uh, they just you know sauce sauce was a big part of that. He had his first career interception. He also had five tackles in the game, and didn't give up any big plays. On that sack, I honestly looked at him and I'm like, that looked kind of like Jamal Adams. When was the last time you saw a super fast athletic guy from our secondary coming off the edge on a blitz? Probably Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams and the Jets fan base have their issues, including myself. But there was something special about the way that guy could blitz and could find, you know, find ways to just be all over the field. I feel like Sauce can do that and also cover extremely well so sauce had a big game uh, both Brees and sauce are on this week's rookie of the week list um, and jets fans go and vote vote for both of these guys you can vote for both because um, you can vote multiple times let's go get these guys at least one and two uh, for the week for rookies and then my third mvp who's or third best player this game who's just been an absolute anchor for this team is elijah vera tucker he has played four different positions on the offensive line and dominated at each one of them. He played left guard his rookie year. He switched to right guard when we signed Lakin Tomlinson. Moved to left tackle when George Fant got hurt. Moved back to right tackle last week when Dwayne Brown came back from injury. And not only is he doing that, he's dominating at every position. He gave up zero pressure, zero sacks last week at, at right tackle. It's unbelievable. This is the type of guy that you want on your football team. He's gritty, he's high character, and he's a mauler. And he just does what he has to do to win football games. Elijah Vera Tucker, man. I have a feeling he could be the season MVP when all is said and done. Like I said, a, a lineman that I'm considering the jersey for. I've never done that. We need to start keeping better linemen stats and hyping up linemen a little bit more. Elijah Vera Tucker is showing that. This guy's an all-pro, needs to make the Pro Bowl this year, or it is completely rigged, as Michael Carter said. Um, definitely agree. Um, I, I just It's exciting to watch Elijah Vera Tucker play football. Um, and he's not just holding his own, he's dominating. So that's awesome to see for, for everybody. For everybody that doubted the Jets for trading up to get him, just take that, people, because this guy is so worth everything we traded. I mean, people were complaining that we traded like a fourth rounder to go up and get him. Give me a break. Get out of here. Anyway, Elijah Vera Tucker is playing great ball, and we're excited to see it. 
really need it right now with an offensive line that's banged up. What else went well for the Jets? The defense. They played great. Carl Lawson. Carl Lawson, man. People were starting to be like, is Carl Lawson the guy? Is he good? Is he even good? Carl Lawson had eight pressures in one game. That's, I think, the most in it for, for a Jet since the year 2000, I read. He also had a strip sack in this game, which led to Quinn Williams scooping the ball up and just stiff-arming Tyreek Hill into another Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill into another dimension. Just absolutely disrespecting him. And John Franklin Myers and some of the guys after the game were just like, you know, we were, we didn't like what Tyreek had to say in the offseason, how they asked him, oh, you know, were you considering the Jets? And he said, who? So they took disrespect to that. To be honest with you, I don't know if Tyreek really was disrespecting the Jets there or he was actually asking like he didn't hear the question. But we're just going to use it as fuel because why not? Uh, so anyway, speaking of John Franklin Myers, him and uh, Quinn and Williams combined for another sack. Um, and then you had C.J. Mosley and Kwan Alexander uh, both had 10 tackles each. So that's impressive. Our linebacking core, who everyone doubted, looking pretty darn good. And Kwan Alexander every single week has like a signature hit stick where he just obliterates a guy like a sledgehammer going into a piece of very thin wood and just absolutely destroys it in, a, in an instance. instant. Did that to Tyree Kill this week. Again, it seems like they have something against Tyree Kill here, and they're just having having fun hitting him. Um, so Hill Hill's pretty banged up, actually, this week, so I'm not shocked by that. Um, speaking of Hill and Waddle, this was the big talk, and the Jets stop Hill and Waddle. They held them to 70 total yards. Kudos to DJ Reed and Sauce Gardner. To be honest with you, the only yards that Tyreek Hill and Waddle were getting in this game were pass interference yards. And they were some of the worst pass interference calls I've seen all season. The Jets got flagged three times for defensive pass interference in this game. Definitely. Definitely. Two out of those three were definitely not pass interference. Let the players play, man. But it's a good lesson for the Jets on offense. Start throwing the ball deep because you're going to get the flag. Fifty, I would say 70% of the time you're going to get the flag thrown if it's really close. So why not? I mean, it was the Dolphins' most effective play in the whole game. It's what kept them in the game for a period of time. So take some notes on that one, LaFleur. Cram it up your cl- cram hole, LaFleur. Dodgeball reference. Where is improvement needed? So this is a great game. I don't want to talk negatives too much, but obviously there were some issues. The Jets just ran away with this game at a point, but before that, some issues. So love the ground and pound. You know, Brees Hall, feed the beast, feed the Brees. But teams will eventually scheme for that. The Jets haven't had that type of situation in a long time where the team had to scheme for a specific player to stop. The Jets do it for other teams. We just haven't had that. Brees Hall is that. A team will eventually scheme to stop Brees Hall. Brees Hall. They'll be like, beat us with your arms, Zach Wilson. So, while it worked against the Dolphins, Zach will need to build some more chemistry with his young receivers. Since coming back, Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore, I mean, especially Garrett Wilson, 
the numbers have just plummeted. He went from one of the most targeted, dominant receivers in the NFL to basically just an afterthought disappearing um, on Sunday. I don't think you can do that. I I understand people were like, well, the ground game was working. Yes, but it's not going to continue to work that well. Just had five touchdowns on the ground. That's not going to happen every week. They have to get more chemistry and make it more consistent with Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore has been basically neglected this entire season and been used probably incorrectly. Got to get him the ball more um, on, on short to medium routes, middle of the field. Stop trying to make him a deep threat. It's just not his game. And then Garrett Wilson has got to just be targeted more. Got to over, we got to over target him. They have both left the game with four targets. Um, just not enough, not enough. And and I understand the game script had a, had some factor in that, but that can't be the the trend going forward. Start with the ground and pound, but you still got to utilize your weapons to make the defense off balance by coming at them with a balanced attack, so that they're they're guessing. Can't just be only leaning on one player when you have a couple players that will create elite mismatches. Garrett Wilson's an elite mismatch when it comes to most corners he will face. Have to exploit that, even if Brees is looking like prime Le'Veon Bell, which he is. A balanced offense basically is a dangerous offense. So if you become too one-sided, like I said, a good team's going to take that away. Just got to fix that. I think it's okay what happened in Miami, but we got to think about that going forward. My second point of improvement here is come out of halftime with some energy. The Jets are one of the lowest ranked teams in the league in the third quarter right now. However, they are one of the highest ranked teams in the fourth quarter. So games are often won in the fourth quarter. So that's actually an awesome thing to note is that the fourth quarter offense has been excellent. So let's keep that up. But at the same time, we cannot come out so flat at halftime or right after halftime. You run the risk, the risk of losing some momentum to the other team and never getting it back. So the Jets just need to come out hot, out of the locker room, keep the momentum or regain the momentum right away, put the, you know, pedal to the metal, keep up the fourth quarter success, and we'll see some awesome results. That is the end of segment one. Segment two. So looking ahead, this will be our our final segment of the week. Uh, The week five preview against the Packers. The Jets are going out to Lambeau Field in Green Bay. The Jets are three and two and the Packers are three and two. The Packers just coming off a loss to the New York Giants in London. So Aaron Rodgers is likely pretty pissed off and he wants a bounce back game. Uh, The Jets have to refuse to be the rebound girl. Show a Hall of Fame QB you won't just lay down at his feet because of his past success. This league is not about the past. It's about the now. And as Brees Hall said after Sunday's win, these aren't the same old Jets. These are the Jets now. The Packers are seven and a half point favorites. Um, Most people are projecting the Packers to win this game. Um, Do I think the Jets can win this game? Yes. I do. I think this Jets team can win this game. But they don't want to be playing from behind in this one. Uh, 
Got to get ahead early, set the tone. Rodgers is always going to be dangerous, and he's always in the game until the very end. So we cannot leave the door even a little bit open. Have to put, like I said, the pedal to the metal, get out early to to a lead, keep the lead, and build the lead. Don't just hold the lead. Can't leave the door open. Rodgers is known for, for just taking advantage of teams that give him the opportunity to make a comeback. Don't let it happen. Our keys to success, keep finding ways to get the ball to Brees Hall. He, he had a bunch of carries this week, got targeted a couple times. I would give him more targets, to be honest with you. Um, maintain those carries, more targets. Um, second point here, scheme easy throws uh, and ca- throw and catch plays with Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore uh, and Zach. I think we, we have to get them in space. Let them make plays after the catch. They're great yak guys. Um, just got to get them more involved in this offense. If the run game and pass game can both show up in this game, the Jets will win this football game. You have to put also a lot of pressure on Aaron Rodgers as this game goes. It's another key I have here. He's old. He's very old, but he's still mobile. But we saw how the Giants got in his face. Forced him to throw early, had some batted down passes. He's not invincible. He's just a man. This is another week where we don't want to be the team that helps the opponent fix their issues. The Packers are not running the ball super well right now. And their offense is kind of has no identity right now. So we have to make sure that their that trend for them continues. And that we are not the team that helps set them up for success. Let's go out there. To play our game, balanced offense, feed your playmakers, get pressure in Rodgers' face. Those are my keys to success. My score prediction. I toyed with this one. Last couple of weeks, I've given it to the Jets, and I've been right. I've been right three out of four times this season, I think. Um, or four out of five. Yeah, four out of five, because I predicted a loss at one point. So, what do I think? Honestly, if it goes as I just said, if we, we hit those keys to success, we will have success. That's the point of the keys to success. <laughs> so the score prediction for me in this one, if we can do those things, and I think we can, I think you're going to find a Packers team that's a little disorganized. You're going to find a Packers team that's pissed off and probably plays undisciplined this week. 21-17 Jets. That's my prediction. Shock the world. I think they can do it. I have no doubt they can do it. You got to believe. And right now is the time to believe. We haven't had a lot of time to believe. This is the time to believe. I'm going through this game with confidence. And until they show me otherwise, let's go get this win. Jet up. All gas, no break. Go Jets. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Jet Up. Remember to go leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Twitter at JetUpPod. This episode is brought to you by RosterUp Media, where football meets data. Head to RosterUpMedia.com for more great NFL content.